welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Jocelyn Shepard. She's the founder and president of Appalachian Botanical Company in Boone County, West Virginia. But first, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Each week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage and inspire our listeners with positive stories from right here in the Mountain State positive business stories for sure. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes and Positively West Virginia is now a bona fide 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, we get to see so many things positive things happening in West Virginia businesses every day that a lot of people never get to hear about. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies and organizations right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experiences and more importantly, their stories. Once again, our guest today is Jocelyn Shepard. She's founder and president at Appalachian Botanical Company and her company's located in Boone County, West Virginia. She's our first guest from Boone County and I'm, I'm honored to have her today. Jocelyn, thanks for being on the show this morning. Thank you very much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Yes, I can't wait to, to share your story on our podcast this week. Jocelyn Shepard is founder and president, as I mentioned, of Appalachian Botanical Company. Prior to launching her company in 2018, she spent 20 years as a consultant working with technology startups, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. She worked for several years as a librarian at Bethany College here in West Virginia, as a program manager at the National Technology Transfer Center in Wheeling, West Virginia, and as a strategic planner at the Biometrics Fusion Center in Clarksburg, West Virginia. Jocelyn has extensive experience with business planning and grant writing, and it was a grant writing gig that introduced her to Lavender and the concept of lavender farming in West Virginia in 2016. And we're going to get to that story in a second. Appalachian Botanical Company uses organic farming practices to grow lavender on a uh, reclaimed coal mine land. They steam distilled the lavender essential oil for use in a line of quality personal care products and home goods designed for conscious consumers looking for products with a unique and important mission. The company is leveraging Appalachian authority that authenticity, ingenuity, and pride to create jobs and support 
uh, West, Southern West Virginia, right there in Boone County and around Southern West Virginia to create high value botanical market uh, centered in Appalachia. I invited Jocelyn on the show today to talk about her company, to share their story and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company she's leading right here in West Virginia. Jocelyn, again, Thank you for being on the show. Take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Okay. As you mentioned in your intro, it was 2016, and I got hired by the West Virginia Regional Technology Park in South Charleston to come on board and co-write an Appalachian Regional Commission Power Grant application. And this was to expand a demonstration project mm. that Benedum Foundation money had helped start up in Hernshaw, which is in Kanawha County. Yeah. And they had planted about two and a half acres of lavender. And the ARC Power Grant money, which, which we won, helped expand that project in 2017 to about 18 acres. So when and it was really great because the lavender did well on the on the coal mine land. Um, now, as the project started to wind down, the way grant-funded projects so often do, I was saying to myself, this is just too good an idea to let go of. Mm. So I began some conversations and ended up securing an agricultural lease for a different plot of land about 20 minutes away in Boone County and put together a team and secured some investing investment money. And it was in spring of 2019 that we had our first planting. And it was in the summer of 2020, we had our first distillation and started making our products. Hmm. And I'm really thrilled and, and relieved to say that it was in September of 2020, we launched our e-commerce site yes. and had our first sales. That's awesome. So it's been a bit, a little bit of a whirlwind. What a, what a journey that's, that's on, mm -hmm. uh, you guys are on. That's awesome to hear that. It's funny that you mentioned Hearns, Hearnshaw, West Virginia. I wasn't really familiar with Hearnshaw until yesterday. And I had George Patterson, he's the owner of Hearnshaw Farms, where he's growing uh, uh, mushrooms in uh, on, right. a, on a reclaimed coal mine strip mm -hmm. mine site, and so th this is so cool. Back to back days, we've got uh, you know folks that are working in uh, sort of repurposed coal um, coal mining areas, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's, right. that's super that's right. cool. So so talk a little bit about and, and you know obviously I love the the backstory Jocelyn of how you got started into this, but but really like lavender like. You're like, okay, I'm going to be in the lavender business. I've had this storied career doing all sorts of startups and technology, and I was a librarian, but now I'm a, 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 a you know, a, a lavender farmer. How did, how does, how does that, how do you get from there to there? Um, well, let's just say, Jim, it's not a straight line. <laughs> it's a winding path that that, that brought me to this point. But I have to say that. Part of what I've liked about my life and career is my ability to take what I've learned and experienced at different points and bring it together in order to create something meaningful and important and, and create an opportunity yeah. like this. Because as, I, as uh, we've mentioned before, my professional career has basically been in West Virginia and it's given me a chance to meet people in the high tech sector, in the military sector, hmm. agriculture, nonprofit social services, all of that ended up being useful as I was putting together the concept for this company, uh, getting the land, securing the workforce, uh, finding a place to distill the lavender and so on. So it's like I came into it with a really nice Rolodex mm. 
uh, those of us uh, you know, who are old enough remember actual Rolodexes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, ta- I'm I tapped into my, hand. my network, yeah. And, yeah. and that was a that was a huge part of our success so far, um, because I was just watching and learning and appreciating what they were doing up at Hernshaw with planting that lavender and determining that it's it really thrived in the rocky soil yeah. of the of the reclaimed land and so that so cool. between seeing it growing there and knowing that that there are people and groups out there that would benefit from coming together that's what sparked all this for me that's so cool i love that so tell us about uh, your company is Appalachian Botanical Company. What's your 30-second pitch? In other words, what is it you tell people that you do? 30 seconds. Uh, okay. Put you on the spot. So, so the, our vision is to build a profitable botanical enterprise that puts West Virginians and reclaimed coal mine land back to work. We produce very high-quality personal care, aromatherapy, home goods products that when people buy it, they know that they're buying not only something that will make them feel good mm. personally, physically, but also makes them feel good because they're helping create opportunity, uh, jobs and environmental reclamation in West in Southern West Virginia. Yeah, I love it. Let's talk about your products. I'd love okay. to have you, get, you know, give you the floor. What What are some of the top <laughs> top sellers that you have uh, to you know to talk about? I mean, obviously you have lavender, but you have so much more. So talk a little bit about what it is that you that you actually sell. Okay, just warn me if we're coming up to the top of the hour, right? Because okay. lots to, lots to say about some oh, fanta- yeah. you, you fantastic. Did. And by the way, products. you did you did fantastic on your thirty second pitch. I think you had it down well, to about you. fifteen seconds, but that was oh. that was that was wonderful, and you did a great job. Well, thank you so much. And I have to say, I, I love talking about this because it continues to inspire me. Yeah. So I'd re- I appreciate the chance to get it out there real quick and then see yeah. what other people want to know more about. Yeah. Yeah. So sort of at the, the center there at the bullseye um, of, of, our, of our array of products is lavender essential oil. It's 100% pure. It's all grown up on our farm in Ashford, Boone County, steam distilled. And in the process of steam distilling lavender, and yes, in case you're wondering, this process is a lot like running a still Mm. of the sort that lots of West Virginians may be acquainted with um, in their history somewhere. Mm. Anyway, the the steam distillation process produces the, the essential oil on the one hand, and a bipop product called hydrosol, that's the, the, the distilled water byproduct, in, includes traces of lavender oil. And you can use that. We bottle and sell it for, as a room spray mm-hmm. or a body spray, pillow spray, and, et cetera. Yeah. So the, the hydrosol mist and the essential oil, those are the core products. From there, we have custom formulated body creams. Hmm. We sell one CBD body cream. We also have a lavender sage massage oil, which is also lovely in the bath. Um, We produce two types of hand sanitizers, a gel and a spray lavender hand sanitizer. And uh, we we put somebody sold me on the idea of putting in bees up on our property. And mm. so we have about a dozen hives, and we've mm. started producing three types of honey, a, wi- a wildflower honey and a goldenrod honey, both of which are infused with lavender buds. And we also do have a premium 
uh, lavender honey, which sold out almost immediately. We had a limited first run this mm. past season. So we're excited to have that as well. Well, I had I had the folks from Appalachian uh, Beekeeping Collective. Have you heard mm-hmm. of them? I have heard of them, yeah. yeah. I had them on the podcast a couple of months ago, and I was – it was kind of mind blowing to understand the fact that they, uh, you know, they they have this amazing uh, uh, opportunity for people just like you uh, mm-hmm. that have, uh, you know, that are keeping bees and they help and support them. But something that I learned in that episode was that lavender honey, not lavender infused, but lavender honey, right. like honey that's made from bees that are collecting the pollen from lavender, is extremely highly valued, not only in America, yes. but over in uh, uh, basically countries like China and India. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and, and they're, the demand is so high for it that they can't get enough of it, you know. So, I, I mean, that, that sounds like you're onto something there with the, uh, with the lavender honey. We think, we think we are. So we're looking forward to producing more this season and expanding uh, the number of hives that we maintain. Yeah. So talk, I mean, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm very curious into the lavender honey. What, what makes this honey so valued? What, what makes it so good? Well, the, the flavor, I mean, the, the aroma and the, um, all of the attributes that people ascribe to lavender, mm-hmm. it's also there in the honey. I mean, people like honey for its good taste and they, and they, believe it has um health benefits sure yeah i believe I that i love honey and uh so. that's I'm, I'm kind of asking out of a personal <laughs> personal reason but but it's it just sounds amazing you know so so jim how many jars should we put you down for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well they're 20 well it looks like they're sold out here 23.99 <laughs> for nine ounces i'll take a couple for sure okay. i'll get on there all whenever, right. uh, yeah i definitely want to try that out um so sorry right, so talk a little bit about uh, Jocelyn, uh, you know the uh, you know the, the the land that you're that you're you know this reclaimed uh, coal mine area. How many acres are, is your farm on? Currently, we are cultivating about thirty five acres. Wow, that's that's substantial. It is it is substantial. Uh, the the mining company that is still doing some mining there as well as reclamation work estimates there are upwards of 170 to 190 acres in just that immediate area they think might be suitable for growing lavender. Wow. And so there's that old expression, never try to eat anything larger than your head. (laughs) (laughs) So so we're, 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 we're not headed, we're not headed there quite yet. Yeah. But our goals do, do include expanding our acreage. That's incredible. I love that. How many, uh, how many employees do you have? Okay. Uh, that will vary depending on the time Season, of year, yeah. since we're really driven by the seasons. Sure. I have about four full-time year-round people, and then we go anywhere from, say, 20 during the, win- the depths of winter to 50, and probably more than that seasonally. And season can be anywhere from March and through October. Awesome. So, if, if you don't mind, just talk a little bit about your business. Uh, where, uh, uh, you mentioned e-commerce. Is that where your bulk mm-hmm. of your sales come from? Where are your customers coming from? Our customers are coming from multiple sources. Uh, we are selling our product, I'm really thrilled to say, in a number of stores uh, in Morgantown, oh, Wheeling, wow. Charleston. Uh, we are – and at the – oh, 
we're really proud to to say that Tamarack is going to start carrying our products later awesome. this spring. Well, that's a that's so, a heck of an accomplishment in itself. And, and our very first customer, uh, our first wholesale customer, was the West Virginia State Park System. So no you'll find you'll find Appalachian Botanical products in a, several of the gift shops, and we're we are hoping and intending to expand into additional uh, state park locations this season. So they've been wonderful to work with. So that's the wholesale side. And then we also are selling direct to consumer at our shop.appalachianbotanical.com site. Yeah, we'll make and sure we drop that link into the uh, the show notes of the podcast and also Facebook Live. So that's very you. cool. Great. Jocelyn, what, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for Appalachian Botanical Company right now? I am... Right now, I'm excited that our digital marketing and our boots on the ground sales effort are paying off with signing up, signing up wholesale customers despite COVID and despite the various challenges around that. We've managed to get traction over over these past few months, yeah. and with it with us com- coming out of the winter. We're really excited that that, that our our sales are going to continue to increase and go in the right direction. Yeah. I think broadly speaking, Jim, what excites me most about this the whole enterprise is that we're taking things that were already there. Yeah. Namely the land yeah. and the workforce and the fact that lavender grows well there. Yeah. And making making something out making something wonderful and valuable hmm. out of what was already there. Yeah, it's uh, I've been to a, a lavender farm before, and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful sight. I mean, it, it's just it's it's pretty to look at, right? And instead of just this Absolutely. barren, you know, refuse of, of a land project, you guys are taking it and making it something that's valuable in in commodities that you're pr- producing the uh, lavender plants and all the products made from them, but also it's something pretty to look at as well. Even when it's green and it's not blooming purple, it's still really lovely. And it's sitting in a bowl that's surrounded by these hills and you get all the seasons up there. It's really quite beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds sounds amazing. I would love to take a trip. Do you do uh, tours uh, and things like that of your farm and your, your operation or for for preferred lavender honey customers such as yourself, Jim, you are you are welcomed. You are welcome any time. Oh, now, awesome. as I'm, I noted earlier, it is a working mine site, yeah. so we're not open to the public in the normal way. Yeah. But we do we do arrange visits. Cool. And we're hoping, COVID permitting, that sometime this summer, while things are blooming, we can have a community open house. We would love to invite people from the area to come up and visit us yeah, and and really see neat. what we're doing. Yeah, it sounds. Sounds amazing uh, in, in terms of the mission, and I love the passion in your voice. Uh, you could you could, hear, you could hear it coming through. <laughs> Thank you. So, Jocelyn, you know, um, you've been in business. You, you had this concept in 2016, but really started. What 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 year did you really start the the project rolling? I started the project rolling in 2018. Okay, 2018. So a, a few years in, what would you say has been your best business moment so far? <laughs> With this company, with Appalachian Botanical Company. Well, I'm going to cheat and say there are two. Okay, yeah. Um, and I kind of referred to them a moment ago. One is la- just launching that e-commerce site and, and you know hear the ding and see those first customer orders come in. 
I mean, yes, it's been real for a number of years now, but that's a, a, a real kind of real. Yeah. Uh, the second real is when we got that first wholesale account, when I went to visit uh, the representative with the West Virginia State Parks over in South Charleston. And after an hour of a great conversation, she was wonderful to talk to. And you know, I got to show off the products and talk back and forth. She said, yes, we're interested. We want to do this. And I think, I don't know that my feet touched the ground on my way out of the building. <laughs> That's so awesome. Did you ever, did you ever fancy yourself a salesperson? <sighs> you know, in a certain way, yes, but not like this. I think I think there's sales in me because I have I have worked with I've worked on behalf of entrepreneurs mm. and startups and nonprofits and I love sharing their stories and their mission. Yeah. Because sometimes they're a little hesitant to ask for the money or ask for what they need, but I love doing it for them. Now I'm in the position where I'm asking for it or I'm generating it through these sales on behalf of, of something I happen to be in charge of. Yeah. That's really interesting. And, and you know, the, 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 there's an old adage, nothing happens until a sale's made, right? So you can't, mm -hmm. you can't yes. generate revenue unless somebody buys the stuff that you're selling, whether it's a product or a service. And a lot of times I talk with entrepreneurs and, and, and they don't think that they're, you know, very good salespeople, but but you look at their company and you're like, yeah, you're, you're actually doing it. It, it doesn't feel like you're selling anything because you believe in it. You're passionate about it. You're, you're on a mission, right? And I just loved, I loved hearing that best business moment. Uh, I could just see you uh, lighting up uh, knowing that you got an order, yep. you know, that's, that's super cool. That's great. So obviously everybody wants to be on the mountaintop and that's the great place when you have those great moments. But I often like to take folks down to the valley and say, what is your worst business moment you've had? Because I think there's a lot of value in the lessons we learn uh, in those hard times as well. Yeah, what's uh, what's one, one thing that you can recollect as being your worst business moment? Well, th that would probably be back in early 2018. Um, I was really eager. I was, well, impatient to get things going. And I tried to interest some people in forming a co-op where we would buy plants and plant them and, and find, find a way to collectively to harvest and get it distilled and marketed. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely a case of trying to walk before <laughs> I was even crawling, I suspect, let alone, you know, walking. Um, and long story short, uh, the co-op didn't, didn't take off. And in fact, um, a lot of the plants didn't end up surviving. So it was total face plant, but it was out of that that came the realization that I needed to change the business model. Mm. So yeah, pivot means, you know, fail fast, right? So I pivoted and realized that what would work is a growing on a single location, single owner, commercial scale. And, and in the back of my mind, Jim, is the idea that a few years from now, I'd like to come back around to the co-op idea because by mm. then we should have enough traction. Yeah. We can turn around and help some other people along the way if they would like to be involved with growing lavender and, and distilling and making products. That's awesome. Yeah. What's, uh, I think, I think I know what the takeaway is, but what's the takeaway from that experience? I mean, obviously you kind of said you, you had to walk before you, you could run, but uh, is that, is that the takeaway that you learned from that experience? The, the the takeaway is sort of multifaceted. Yeah. One, for for something that's new and has some risk to it, people really need to know each other. 
to get mm. to know each other. And I hadn't allowed enough time for that to happen. Yeah. Two, relationships. The relationships are key. Yeah. Um, three, the security and the certainty that comes now with having, I have a 15 year agricultural lease. Yeah. Like signed and sealed. Yeah. That gives it some stability and certainty. And we just didn't have that as far as where we were going to put this lavender in order in order to grow it. Yeah. So those, that's great. So just, I, and also finally, um, the third key element takeaway is making sure we had the technical expertise. Yeah. Um, I know a lot about lavender anecdotally. I don't know enough about the science of it, mm-hmm. the, the actual horticulture of it. And I now have that. So yeah. that was the other piece that was missing back yeah, then. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And I think what it comes down to is leadership. And, and you and I have never met. This is our first time ever talking together. But uh, I, I can just tell that you're a, a person who has tremendous leadership skills. And, Thank you. Uh, and, and I'm I'm, uh, I'm reminded of a phrase that I've heard uh repeated before and I, and it just it reminds me of this situation leaders know the way go the way and show the way and i think that's what happened here is that people needed to see it being done they needed to to, to know that it could be uh, feasible mm-hmm. and possible and here you are doing it a couple of years later and i think that's awesome i want to uh, take a second just to mention some of the sponsors that we have for positively west virginia uh, they are insurance centers the state journal wvnews.com and interaction media the support we receive from these west virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of west virginia our guest today is jocelyn shepherd she is the owner and founder of appalachian botanical company based in boone county west virginia jocelyn i want to jump right back into it what's the vision that you have for your company uh, long term what do you see that you got this 15 year lease how's uh, mm-hmm. what's the what's the the future look like the the future say several years out could be as many as 300 acres under cultivation wow. we think we may be able to replicate what we're doing in ashford at more than one other location uh, i would like to i'll just say it i'd like to get to that 15 dollar an hour starting wage that's awesome so i'd like to build a uh, we're committed to building a quality workforce um and and do and do more for our workers uh so those and i want sales in every state of the union and and i also want to look at exporting you said it yourself uh toward the beginning of the show there's some of the products we are creating are in very high demand Yes. And they're including for international markets. So awesome. that's well, the sky's the limit. Well, Jocelyn, you know, anytime I talk with a an ag, uh, agricultural company uh, such as yourself, I always like to ask, you know, what are some resources that people um, who are in, um, in in your line of work, in your business uh, can lean on, uh, such as the Department of Agriculture? Kent Leonhardt is a friend of the show. He's, he's been a guest on our um, uh, Mastermind uh, program before that we ha- host every Friday. Uh, what are some resources such as that or even maybe the uh, development office with regard to exporting? Do you Have you come into any folks that have been able to be helpful to your business and those agencies in the state? 
Uh, the exporting is a little bit premature. We're it's sure. right now. It's just on the horizon. Yep. You got to walk before ta- you run. <laughs> I, I've been talking. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I, I was paying attention when all that was happening. Um, I have been t- I have been speaking with Debbie Magyar, who is with the West Vir- uh, West Virginia Small Business Development Center Network. Yes, and so she's lining me up with some experts. Uh, so I know this isn't quite specifically ag, but she's got some connections for the exporting where I can uh, get more familiar with some of those issues. Yeah. She's connected me with someone who can help me get self-certified as a woman-owned business, yes. which, could, which could be very helpful Definitely. to me. Uh, Kent Leonhart, by the way, did come up and visit the farm not too long ago. We filmed and we filmed a great little video of him that please drop this on your, your, yeah. your Facebook yeah, yeah. page. Um where he's singing the praises of not only our business, but other agricultural producers in West Virginia. Appalachian Botanical Company has a YouTube channel. So we've got a handful of videos up there, including one of him. Very cool. And that I encourage people to take a look at because if it's if your listeners, your viewers are having trouble just envisioning what we're doing, those videos can give you an up close look, including um, little little interviews with with our workers, as well as some really great photography and and video of our of our locations. Definitely, I didn't uh, I did not see those, but I'll definitely check those out myself. I'm a my company as uh, a marketing agency here in Morgantown, and uh, okay. we we do tremendous amount of video work as well. So I'll definitely uh, be checking those out for sure. I'm a big believer, absolutely. Well, you know, one of uh, one of my my few uh, full time salaried people is a guy named Chad Foreman. Want to give a shout out shout out to him, Chad Foreman Photography, and he's on board as my communications manager. So cool. So I'm proud to say, so far, all of our video and photography. I mean, we have a little bit of stock photography on on the the store site. You know, you just can't quite. Yeah. avoid that everything else is from our locations that's awesome and he, he's done a wonderful job um working with us because what we need is to be able to tell our story visually yes sorry jim that kind of i don't mean to insult your intelligence no, no, what no, you no. do for a living no no i, I i'm a, I'm a <laughs> believer yeah yeah we're from singing we're singing out of the same book for sure Right. Words Absolutely. and pictures, right? Absolutely. I love that. Well, that, that dovetails perfectly into where I wanted to go next in the conversation. And, you know, as a as a startup business, you've been around several of them in your career. Now you've got mm-hmm. your own. How do you attract new customers? What's the thing? What's the thing that, that you think is the secret sauce? Having a real sales and marketing strategy. Yeah. And then, and then secondarily, having the people who can execute on it. Mm-hmm. And a key element of that is is digital. Yes. And so right. we are working with a digital marketing firm out of Pittsburgh right now, and we are we're 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 gaining traction with that. Um, I won't shock you if I say it's more expensive than I might have wished to 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 get that footprint. Um, at the same time, it's going with the territory, given our goals of being ultimately nationwide. Yeah. After we after we continue to do the as we continue to do the work of establishing a West Virginia and a central Appalachian brand, we're at the same time lining things up to to go nationally in a targeted fashion. I love it. Yeah, we're doing some great research and and we're 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 finding some of the places that West Virginians go to when they after they get their college degree here in the state. 
and then they go somewhere else to start their career, start their family, but always feel con- st- keep that connection to West Virginia. So we're finding ways to get to them now, and it's thanks to digital media that we're able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's very cool. What's you know, obviously we we talked a little bit about COVID nineteen, the the virus and everything. Outside of that, and you know, I don't mean any disrespect to the pandemic, but outside of the the the, the current situation, what's the biggest challenge you face? Um, do you mean with, I'm sorry, I lost the thread yeah. a little bit. Uh, yeah, outside. I, I, will, I will mention, if I may, the COVID challenge, because yeah. I know yeah, other sure. other sure. entrepreneurs, business businesses are dealing with it, which is our supply chain mm. uh, was hurt when, when factories in China shut down last spring, yeah. because that's where, that's about the only place you can get certain containers and caps and, and spray tops and the, all those other uh, inventory that needs to go along with uh, the product that you're producing, mm-hmm. packaging yeah, yeah, and so on. Yeah. yeah. So that, that delayed, that delayed us. Yeah. Um, as far as it, uh, you know, another, I'd say another business challenge um, has been helping the people we hire keep their jobs because these um, we, we have hired um, and we, and we enjoy hiring people who, maybe have overcome barriers to employment in order to get those jobs. Hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, the stuff that life is throwing at them or, you know, whatever that might be sometimes, some, sometimes is, is a challenge for us. And certainly it is, it is for them. So one of the expressions I've developed over these past couple of years is uh, there, it's one thing to, to get a job and, it's that's great but it's one piece of the puzzle yeah so that's yep. something that we're we're, we're humbled by and it yep. keeps us grounded and we're a company that with along with our mission of putting the land and people back to work is is treating people with respect and helping them get the resources they need so that they can keep doing a good job and and keep that job yeah it's been Many years since I've been to Boone County, but I can only imagine that that your company, Appalachian Botanical Company, is a uh, bright star there in the county. We have we've gotten a lot of positive reception, yeah, um, and a lot of support. Um, the the economic development group down there gave, uh, gave us a micro loan, which was really really helpful. Mm. Um, and there are a number of people in the area. Uh, former legislator Rodney Miller has been a real champion of what we're doing down there, and he's helped connect us to some resources that have been come in really handy. Uh, the landlord, uh, the owner of the building that we're now leasing and foster, um, has also connected us with other resources, potential customers, and so on. Super cool. It's like people want to see us succeed and i am i'm very appreciative of that yeah no doubt that's awesome jocelyn what's one piece of advice you would give to uh people who have this dream potentially in their in their mind and their heart of being an entrepreneur starting a company what's one piece of advice you would give them well you're you're gonna maybe need a new depending on what you did for a living before you, you get into this, and in my case, I was a consultant, so I had a very simple life in terms of how I ran my business. Um, you're going to make new friends. They're called having an attorney, having an accountant, <laughs> having a bookkeeper. 
Yes. Uh, having oh. My new best friend is my insurance agent. Yes. I didn't know all the flavors of insurance <laughs> that are, there are out there and and, and, and why they're important. And, and now it's pretty much sort of, in, you know, engra- engraved, engraved in my brain to, to think about insurance implications of, of mm. what we do. But to, I would say my one piece of advice um, is have that person who can help you with the numbers. So that you can you can do the best job possible with your financial projections, mm. whether it's sales or expenses or and all and all of that. It is not a strong suit for me, and I am I am really appreciative of the help that I have, mm. um, sort of maintaining those financial controls and and having those projections. They're really really important. Yeah, absolutely. I I love that advice, and you know. Um, it, it, you can't uh, you can't underestimate that or uh, place a a, a small emphasis on that. Okay, because the numbers, when it's all said and done, you know, truthfully, a business operates to make a profit, especially a, right. a for a for profit company. I'm not talking about a nonprofit, but you have to have a profit. If you don't have a profit, you don't have anything. You have a hobby, you know, and, and so the things that you I think your aspirations, your vision for the company, uh, how you want to grow to a nationwide brand, it's only going to be uh, doable if you make a profit. And if you don't understand those numbers, you got to know your numbers, just like, you know, your blood pressure and your cholesterol, you got to know your profit and your loss. I mean, when we talk about uh, know your numbers around here, that's what I talk about, you know, is you've got to know them and you got to know what your margins are. You got to know what what products are are performing for you. Sometimes you'll have those loss leaders and sometimes you'll have those real high margin products but at the end of the month and end of the quarter end of the year you look and you say okay yeah i did x amount of percentage profit we're going to live to see another year you know and and so you're right uh, so many people um forget about that and they're driven by one thing or another but the ultimately that you know that pnl is is really uh incredibly important so thanks for pointing that out uh jocelyn what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Power naps. <laughs> that was that was like perfect. I loved it. That's I can't awesome. Think, I mean, that's awesome. You know, I try to get you know, I try to get out and get some exercise. I yeah. I try to do the regular sleep, and it's yeah. like you know, I have mixed success with that. I'm much better with twenty with a, a twenty minute nap. That's awesome. I love <laughs> so, it. Oh, that's it, great. It's, it, whatever you know, it's it's. I guess the the adv- the thing that I try to do is clear my head in that way. Yeah, so. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it very much. What's one What's one book or even a podcast you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? Um, I knew you were going to ask that, so I did give it some thought, and I realized I haven't been listening to podcasts as much. So now I'm going to subscribe to yours. Okay, okay. thank you. Um, but the, but two books come to mind that I that I I strongly recommend people take a look at. One is by Ka- Guy Kawasaki mm. called The Art of the Start. And the reason that book was really helpful to me is because he emphasizes creating meaning, doing something that's deeply meaningful rather than simply something that, that makes money. Mm. All right. That's and awesome. so he's about, yeah. he's about brands and mantras and, yep. and, and a vision that really gets at the, 
what is this going to do for the world or what's this going to do for the community? And Absolutely. I really appreciate that. I had that. a chance to see him speak one time a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, it was great. It was awesome. I've, I, I haven't seen him. I, I would, I would love to see him in person. I've, I've caught a couple of the podcasts. He's so, he's just so engaging and also engaging. Um, he's got one of the most famous Ted talks ever is Simon Sinek, S I N E K. He wrote a book called start with why, well, let's, he's basically made a career out of start with why. <laughs> um, and he's, he's asking those questions, you know, what is it that we're creating here and why are we doing what we're doing? Mm. And that why gets me right back to us wanting to reclaim the land and put people to work um, and find a way to do that. And mm. just, I mean, for example, we have found a way to put people to work who have not necessarily finished high school or do not necessarily have much work experience, but they have the right attitude and the right eagerness to learn. Hmm. Um, they're the, they're the people who work out. They're some of the best people we've got. That's awesome. I love it. And those uh, books, by the way, will be on our resources page at PositivelyWV.com. You can just go and uh, check out Jocelyn's two recommendations from Guy Kawasaki and Simon Sinek. And, of course, Jocelyn, you were a former librarian, so you'll love <laughs> you'll right. love the library that we've uh, assembled there on that resource page. I will check it it's, out. Uh, yeah. Folks can just click it and buy it from right on Amazon there if, they, if they're so uh, moved to do Uh Jocelyn, we've covered a lot in this interview. I think your story is amazing. I, I love your energy. I love your passion. And I love the mission that you're on with your company. Is there anything else you think our listeners should know about you or your story? You know, the, I think this is just my opportunity to, to recap, if you don't mind, sure, which is yeah. we're really proud that nearly 100% of our workers come from Boone County. Yeah. And we're, and we're really excited. We think it's cool that if somebody or when somebody in Massachusetts or California or Texas orders our products, that they're getting really high quality products and they're supporting our, our mission here in West Virginia. Hmm. Whether they've ever set foot in the state or not, they're connected in that way. And we just think that's a, that's a wonderful feeling. It is wonderful. And I think you're pretty cool as well. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Jocelyn. <Back at> you. <laughs> how could our listeners learn more about Appalachian Botanical Company and perhaps even get in touch with you uh, personally? Okay. Um, uh, AppalachianBotanical.com is, is our main company site. And from there, they can read more about our story. They can read little bios about members of the Lavender team. Uh, they can go over to our store and shop. Um, I think there, oh, the videos that are also on our YouTube channel are embedded on the website. Uh, there's a contact form. There's a real simple job application form if somebody is interested in joining us, being interviewed for joining us this season. That's also online. Cool. And you can get me at jshepard, J-S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D, uh, at AppalachianBotanical.com. And there's also a contact form, and, and those come over to me as well. That's so awesome. Yeah. I, w- I would love um, having having those conversations um, 
we've we're working with a number of partners and so maybe this is me teasing jim to say maybe can invite me back at some point we can have a whole other conversation about our our community partners that are helping us succeed there yeah absolutely Uh, um, but in the meantime anybody who'd like to reach out i'm looking for places that they think um are should carry our products on the one hand and if they're interested in learning more about lavender working for us I'm happy to talk to those folks as well. That's awesome. And we've got links to all that stuff posted on the Facebook Live page, as well as we'll have those listed on the show notes section of the podcast on iTunes and Spotify and all the other uh, podcast platforms. Jocelyn, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I've enjoyed our conversation immensely. I think what you're doing is awesome, and I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Well, thank you very much, and I want to encourage you to – Come on down and visit us. Yes. And I literally, I will have your name on two jars of lavender honey this season. <laughs> okay, that sounds awesome. Thank you very much. Well, folks, Thank that's you. a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like my new friend Jocelyn Shepard of Appalachia. Botanical Company, located in Boone County, West Virginia. Our hope is that we, in some way, equipped you and inspired you with this awesome business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and we get quite a few of those. And we appreciate your comments and encouragement as well, your reviews on iTunes and all that stuff. We really appreciate you guys doing that. And of course, we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. And be sure to check out our weekly show. Uh, It's called Small Business Mastermind, the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind. It's every Friday from 11 a.m. till noon, where we bring a panel of business experts around the virtual meeting room uh, here on our platform. And we talk about business issues that are affecting everybody, and we help small business leaders win. And Jocelyn, I'd love to have you on that uh, mastermind panel uh, soon as well. You've got a lot of great creative ideas. Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia, but test negative. <laughs> <laughs>